Serendipity. Hey guys, this is your host, your goddess, Sherelle. I am the host of this podcast simply because I just made it up literally out of nowhere and people enjoy hearing my voice. So I was like, hey, fuck it. Why not? You know, I made this podcast called Serendipity because it's one of my favorite words. It's uh, accidentally on purpose is what it means. So most of the things that I have gone through and people that I've met, um, it actually shaped me of the person I am today. So I just thought I'd make a podcast to kind of give a perspective on life's truths, you know, my own as well as uh, other people. I had these challenging questions that I asked myself. I learned from documentaries and all this other stuff. But how this podcast works is I created a title, obviously, for it. Today's title is You Think You Know Somebody, episode 20. Yes, this is my 20th episode. I'm so freaking happy. Thank you for listening, guys. I really appreciate it. Uh, You think you know somebody. I came up with that title because I had an inside joke with uh, a guy that I used to talk to. And (laughs) he always used to say, you think you know somebody all the time. So I just want to shout that person out real quick because they know who they are so i appreciate the title um so i have a mini story to tell you guys and i know a lot of you love my stories so i'm going to start my story off then we get into the questions and then we get into the quote of the day and then boom the podcast is finished i'm an aquarius guys i don't know what sign you are but i literally tuned out quickly so I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to say this in a, a very nonchalant way for you guys to kind of catch on. So what happened to me was I basically got written up for some bullshit at work. And it's funny because when your supervisors or your boss and stuff like that, they tell you one thing and then all of a sudden it's a different story. It just sucks because... It's like you're trying to use, you're trying to use obviously the knowledge that they gave you and the rules and the policies and stuff like that. But apparently it only works for some people. I got written up for not doing something because I was busy doing something else. And the person that I looked up to in a way when I first entered the you know, the, the unit, I should say, wasn't the person I thought they were. Basically phony and very snakish kind of characteristics. So I think it wasn't the written up part that pissed me off more so because it's like I signed the write-up Simply because I just was like, fuck it. You know, I don't, I really don't have nothing to say. I, I know myself, which is the reason why I chose not to respond. I just took the L and I wrote, you know, I signed it. Now, obviously, I'm not naming anyone, so I cannot get in trouble for doing this shit at all. So, but the thing that hurt my feelings the most was the higher authority who is 
barely, who was never around when I worked because I work night shift. So female works during the day. She had started off the meeting by saying to me, you are not the person I thought you were and you are not the person that I hired. I'm gonna stop right there because the rest of everything else is irrelevant. I signed the write-up, whatever. Um, I think that sentence right there made me not respond how I thought I would have responded to defend myself is because she doesn't know me. All she knew is the fact that I was a female highly interested in a position and trying to do my hardest, which I definitely did, to get what I, you know, felt like I really wanted in life. And that was to serve people in the ER, to be a caretaker for others. And being that she doesn't work with me, she only comes in like, you know, in the meeting in the mornings and, you know, does the meeting and that was it. It's as if, it's as if, like she thought that she knew me. And I think when she said that, it, it, it pissed me off really bad. Pissed me off really bad because you think that you know somebody, but you don't. For people who are in charge and you're leading people, in your department or your unit, do you know each person? Do you know the struggles that they go through? Do you know um, how you are contributing to them? And she's never seen my work ethic, like ever, <laughs> because she's we're not on the same shift. And for her to say that to me, it was like, wow, you think that you know somebody. Here I am, you know, always admiring any woman of power. And for her to say that to me, to say, you know, you're not the person that I hired, it's like, you don't even know what I do. Now, obviously there is a saying that I want you to always remember if you're listening. You never count your victories. You never count your victories simply because if you keep count of them all, that means you're doing it for the wrong reason. You're not understanding your purpose of doing it. You're just doing it just because it's just a thing to do. Now, in the moment when I was sitting there and as soon as when she said that sentence or those two sentences to me, I kind of drifted away because all I can hear as she was talking were bad things. You know, you need to follow directions and all this other stuff and all this other bullshit. Like, if somebody is busy, you know, and if there's somebody able to do something themselves, you should just do it, especially if it's extremely important. Now, of course, you know, by all means, what I had to do, what was told to me was very important, but also what I was dealing with with somebody else was important too. So the person that asked me to do what they needed me to do. They could have done it themselves because they were just there running their mouth, um, per usual. Now, I didn't make this podcast to kind, you know, to talk shit or anything like that. It's just, I know who I am as a woman, as a person, as a coworker, as a friend, as a sister. 
as a niece, as a daughter, I know who I am and I know my responses to things. So I know myself. So since I chose to just sit back, take the L, I apologize and just and just left the office. I literally cried all the way home. I cried because all of my life, people usually see who I am way later. They hear about the good things way later on. You know, if I chose, if I choose to leave somewhere, if I choose to never speak to anybody again, they understand who I am later on. For example, when I wrote my book, The Way I Wear My Pain, which I have more copies of, obviously, <laughs> for those of you who did not read, it's a poetry book, but there were people who knew me for a long time. And once they read the book, they then understood who I was, including now. There's some people, you know, at my job, they read my book and now they kind of understand me as a person. So for the woman that told me, you know, you're not the person that I hired or you're not the person you thought you were, I, you know, you thought I was, you don't know me. And I think at this point, simply just about my work ethic, you do not know the extensiveness of my compassion that I have given to people. You do not understand the amount of hands that I've held, you know, when people are telling me their stories and they feel more comfortable and empathetic, not empathetic, they feel more themselves with me. They usually say, like some nurses, they say, well, you know, I've been a nurse all my life and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, but once you get to that higher point of authority, you're no longer, it's no longer the same perspective of what you see with somebody else. So during the pandemic, that person was gone. I was present in that hospital, scared right along with my other coworkers, lost coworkers. So in, in saying in all, you think you know somebody, but you don't. I, I was not aware that somebody would ever tell that to my face of authority who is not around me to actually watch me work. And the person that was sitting there next to her has probably seen my work ethic just a few times. But it's like, if you literally sit down and speak to my coworkers, the people who see what I do, it would, I, I'm not even trying to toot my own horn, but it'll probably blow your mind. So I wanted to start off this podcast by one, uh, by with three questions. I hope that you're not bored because I love you for listening. And I hope that you're having a snack or some wine. I, um, I definitely have three questions. Okay. The first question is, do you know the person you're standing next to? Meaning like you can say that you're friends with them. You can say, oh my God, I've known this person for a long time, but there are a lot of things that people go through and they don't really necessarily tell you. A lot of people, you know, don't know that my mother is suffering from an illness Right. I, I keep those things to myself. I kind of, you know, mention it every now and then. But the pain of it, it literally eats me alive when I'm around other people at my job. And it, it, it eats me alive because here I am taking care of people who 
can see my compassion, who can even tell a glimpse of who I am even though they don't know me. I guess what I'm trying to say is if you truly care for someone and you care about their well-being, whether you are in authority of your, you know, your coworkers, you're in charge or you're leading someone or you are a teacher or a sister or a mother, a friend, a best friend, a homeboy, whatever, you don't really know sometimes what they're going through. And for a second, you should take precaution of allowing yourself to do extreme listening. Meaning like just sit there and just listen to what they have to say. It's it's sad that most of the people that I looked up to, they probably didn't even know I looked up to them that much because I took a seat back on just watching and being observant. And in all in all honesty, most of the people that today who are, you know, above me, whether it's a position, whether you know, you've done more in life, more experiences, it doesn't it doesn't phase me because it's like you're just doing it. You're like in the in the motion of doing it. And it's no compassion there. And I think Aquarius, we are really big on compassion to a certain extent. After a while we're kinda cold about it and we're like, all right, fuck it, whatever. But when it comes to my job, and when it comes to someone trying to make me out to be something that I am not, it does not make me flinch or fix my mouth to create an explanation. God knows who I am. I know for a fact that there are many things that I have done wrong in life. I know for a fact that there are moments where, you know, I should have listened more. But sometimes the people that you need to reprimand are the ones that's causing the problem. And you will never see them because they're so good at being hidden due to their title. Um, again, I'm not doing this podcast to, uh, talk shit in any way, because if a person ever came up to me, um, and asked me anything, I would just tell them, you, you are literally, you're, we're nothing alike. It's, It's no competition here. There is none. So if you think that you know somebody, the person that you're standing next to, make sure that you are aware of who they are as a person. Make sure that you know their their reasons of being, their feelings, their the love, their families, not necessarily always meeting them, but just hearing them out as a as a friend. I remember I was trying to voice my opinion to not voice my opinion, voice my pain to a friend of mine a long time ago and literally in that moment like she was just making it about herself. Like it had it was a death in my family that really like shook me and here she is just sitting there just talking about her own shit that had nothing to do with nothing else and I'm just like for a split second can you see me you know the person that people think that I am or that I have an attitude or whatever the case might be I'm not not that person many people know that many people can tell you that 
So just make sure you know the person that you're standing next to, because a lot of people, they don't know me. But the people that do know me know the fact that my, you know, my love is real, my honesty is real. The things that I do or the pain that I kind of go through, you know, on the low, I'm very strong and I keep it hidden. The next question is, do you care about your purpose enough to make sure the person next to you knows yours? Let me make sure I read that right. Do you care about the person? Uh, do you care about your purpose enough to make sure the person next to you knows theirs? I'm sorry, knows their own, knows theirs. So you can't hang out with uh, people who are kind of almost not on the same path as you, if that makes sense. I'm not saying hang out. I'm not saying be around people who think the same way of everything, but I'm just saying it kind of has to coincide a little bit, right? I heard a wise person once say it's hard to appreciate anybody when you don't understand their purpose. So what do I look like? hanging out with somebody and I don't know why they do the things that they do. I don't understand why, you know, they're this kind of way. A lot of uh, people knew that have come into my life over the past few years. I had to drop them because you don't understand my purpose. You don't understand the savage, the savagery of why I had to do things the way I had to do them to get to where I am today. You will never understand Including, you know, a person I was with before. You don't understand why I am super caring and super giving when I can. It's because I didn't have shit before. So I know for a fact that whatever God or the universe blesses me with, I have to. It's, and it's like, it's mandatory. Spiritually, it's mandatory for you to give to the next person. So it's in my duty as a person as a female, as a woman, as a black woman, as a caretaker, to make sure that I, in depth, get to know you. A lot of a lot of men think it's being nosy, and it's not. One of my good friends, he told me, he said, you know, Cheryl, sometimes it seems as if you're nosy, and I'm just like, well, how how is it being called nosy if I'm just asking you things of what you would like to do? of what you what makes what keeps you interested in things in life of why you do things that you know why you do the things that you do it's it's never being called nosy nosy is literally like obviously going through people's phones and shit which I have done before which is the reason why most of the guys that I've ever been with it wasn't going to work cuz they were just doing shit behind my back anyway but you just have to make sure that you understand somebody's purpose is what I'm trying to say here, guys. You have to understand that even your brother or your sister that's in the next room, you don't know why they act the way they act. You don't know why they are interested in the things that they're interested in. Because why? You think it's whack or you think it's fucking boring? No, that's not it. You're made different for a reason. But it would be nice almost to have the same, uh, to understand the quality of life. You got to know your purpose. Uh, the next thing I'm going to say, as well as the, the thing I recently said, as far as appreciating anybody and their purpose, was from 
a person that I look up to is uh, Pastor Karen Henderson. He also said it's hard to coexist with somebody who doesn't know why they exist. If you're constantly with somebody who's always complaining or who's constantly getting to the same thing over and over and over again, it's probably because they don't even know why they're here. And I think a lot of us struggle with that because we're trying to figure out what is the reason why you're on this earth? Why do you have this book of rules for yourself or this way of life that you choose to have for yourself? Is it because you see it on TV? Or is it because your true life story is because you didn't have anything when you was little? Or your parents like shunned you from a lot? It's hard to exist with people who don't know why they exist. I want to hang around people who know like, yo, even though I don't have it all, or even though I don't know what I'm doing right now, my reason for existing is to either help someone or to help someone realize how important they are. Sometimes the things I do is out of love. Not sometimes, all the things that I do is out of love. It's because I want to be loved. And I want somebody to love me the way I love them, but in their own way. I want to be, you know, a person that says that she loved me for who I am. And I loved her for who she was. That's the kind of love that I want. For somebody to understand that my purpose in life is never to make things about myself it's never to put people down or anything like that. Now, I will tell you the fuck off. Don't get it twisted. I will tell you off. If we are not in a work setting, I will tell you off gladly if you deserve it. But sometimes the things that we do deserve are misused. The things that we deserve are misused. And we usually sometimes get these things or have these people in our life and we don't really understand why they're there. You're kind of taking advantage of the person of why they're there in your life. The third question is, how will you get to know someone? Now, (laughs) we're going to switch it up real quick because most of us think getting to know someone, especially, you know, heterosexual relationships or even being bisexual or same sex is that you have to have sex with a person. Now, I'm not talking about friendships, just, yeah, I'm talking about relationships, like being in a relationship. You think that you have to have sex with someone in order to get to know them. No, you have to have sex with someone to make, so you can feel their energy, to to feel, I mean, obviously you can have energy without sex, but that's the reason why most of us do it, to be honest, because we're, <laughs> we're, we're humans, you know, we like indulging in a feeling of being desired. And I love when a person can desire me. But you can't mix desire with tolerance either. So I've tolerated a lot of things that I should not have, all because I was trying to 
day to one day feel desired. And that's not that's not a smart idea. It's not a smart idea at all. So how will you get to know somebody like from here forward? Are you going to do the things that they like doing? Are you going to, you know, sit with them and just have a chit chat like, yo, how are you really doing? How's life? How's everything? I think for me, I will get to know somebody by definitely observing them. Definitely observing the kind of person that they are and what they do for other people. I've had some pretty good, you know, people in my life. But sometimes you got to part ways in order to grow. Some people are not finished growing. And for people who are in spirituality and, you know, religion, we definitely go off of energy for sure. (laughs) Like, I love vibing with people I don't have to explain myself to constantly. And a lot of my, you know, my old school friends, they kind of know, like, who I am. So if I'm speaking with passion, they know it's not attitude. If I'm, you know, rocking out by myself for a little bit and I don't call you or text you, it's not because I don't love you. You just, you kind of get to know people for who they are. I get to know people by asking them, like, hey, like, how's your love life going? Like, what's new? What's your reason of being like what the fuck is going on with you or ask weird questions like one of my old podcasts I have a questions app that allows you to kind of ask questions every single day I put the notifications on so that way I can have a question every day let's see what the question is today really quick because I wasn't going to do it but I think it makes sense to do um oh this question today is What would your title be of your autobiography? Hmm. That is a good one. What would your title of your autobiography be? Hmm. I think mine would be... Hmm, that's a good one. I think I have to... Ooh, ooh, I like this song. This is definitely a good title for mine. I don't mean to. <laughs> That'll probably be the my uh, my title. I don't mean to. <laughs> it's so funny. Now, for those of you who are tuning into the podcast, we just had three questions. Um, the title of the podcast is You Think That You Know Somebody, right? And this is episode 20. So the first question was, do you know the person you're standing next to? Right? If you really do, awesome. You really love them. You really care for them. And you know them. But if you're just kind of going through life and you guys are just chilling all the time and you don't really know anything about them except that they like cats and shit. (laughs) And that means you really don't know them. Second question, do you care about your purpose enough to make sure the person next next to you cares about their own? Make sure that you are hanging around people who kind of have similar, uh, not similar qualities, but kind of the re, uh, their purpose kind of aligns with yours almost. Not saying that you have to be the same, but you can be different, but it kind of aligns with who you are and like, you know, the growth of friendships and family and how you guys can grow together. The third question was, how will you get to know someone Again, not se- not everything is about sex, okay? I've re- referenced to sex 
with this question as far as relationships because we kind of get lost in that and you can't you can't really do that now when it comes to friendships i didn't mention how getting to know someone is also being interested in what they like as well too not just blabbing off at the mouth of like what you're gonna do or how many you know adventures that you've been on or the places that you've traveled or the, the amount of money you have in your bank account no getting to know someone is just seeing like who they are what they want to do in life the things that you you and that person can enjoy together like a growth a growth spurt each time now the quote of the day i had made up myself it is called not it is called but the quote that i have is from me so i said love someone for their purpose not for their pocket and with pocket, I mean like besides their, not besides, but it's not about money. It's not about the things that they can offer you, right? Because when you're digging into your pocket, you're getting something to pull out, to give to someone, right? So it's not about what they can give you. You have to love someone for their purpose. Like I love my friend for blah, blah, blah reason. I love the fact that besides of everything else, they can do this, they can do that, blah, blah, blah. You have to know their purpose. Like if they were gone completely and you've never seen them again, you can know for sure that, hey, the reason why I decided to do this with my life is because a friend of mine helped me realize my purpose in life. You know, I I wouldn't say I lost a friend. I just would say I chose to distance myself from a friend because I seen something in her that she didn't see in herself. But I felt at the moment or not even wanting to fix a friendship anymore is because our alignments sometimes are kind of different, right? I grew up in the hood. I think a little bit differently than she does. She grew up differently from me. So some of the things that she says out of her mouth, it's, especially with other people around, they've, they've heard it too. It can be very, very, I don't know, as, as if you're coming off as if you're better than someone and you're not. And you have to take accountability for the fucked up things that you've done too as a person. The fucked up things that you've said as a person for people to apologize to you and they don't know the reason and then yet they give, they try to do it again and they're doing it again. It gets tiring. So I don't have time for shit like that in my life anymore. I'm totally, totally, totally okay with being one with myself and allowing God to put people in my life who would know that I don't have to change who I am for you or for you to assume things about me that are not true. Like if you know if you know a person, you would know, even if you guys get into a fight, you would know that that person would not surpass certain boundaries. So they wouldn't even think about doing some shit like that. Regardless if you're mad at them, you would know for a fact like, yo, I know I'm having an argument with this person, but I know they're not going to do that. So if you have to question the person that you're standing next to with your friendship, it's not for you. It's definitely not for you. Um, the power in relationships are 
phenomenal what you can what you can learn from people. And I think that's why I love my job so much. Or even so, when I used to be in the lab, because I used to work, you know, in the lab. Obviously, I had, what, five, ten minutes with the patient, you know, drawing blood when I had to go around, you know, the hospital. And even though it's very vivid because it's so many people that I've met, it's so many people that I've met. It's astounding the stories that I hear. It's astounding. And I love you for listening. I think over time as I'm growing, you know, by myself and there aren't a lot of people around me, you know, anymore. There are not a lot of uh, friends that I have for the simple fact that I have friends, like I definitely do, but some people don't know my purpose in life. And I think, God forbid, if something ever happens to me, I want people to know that I just wanted to be loved the same way I loved you, but in your own way. And life is crazy, man. <laughs> I don't mean to get heavy on you guys, but life is crazy. That's all I wanted to get out there. And I really appreciate you guys for listening to Serendipity Podcast because I truly, truly, truly believe in that word accidentally on purpose. You never know who you're going to meet and you never know how they can teach you something in your life. It's amazing. It's amazing. I think the disappointment you get when you when you know somebody and they kind of let you down. I think the disappointment is the fact that You've given them power to love you, but they destroyed you at the same time. So to close this off for the woman that told me that, you know, you're not the person that I thought you were. You never knew me in the first place. You only knew the five or 10 minutes that you interacted with me for the interview. But I am a phenomenal black woman who has worked hard for everything that I have. I love my job. I like the field of what I am in because it teaches me empathy empathy a lot. It teaches me that you don't know someone's story and for you to judge them based off of a screenshot of what you see, it's not okay. Or by what another person tells you, it's not okay. You have to get to know them yourself. So with the closing of this podcast, a parting statement I would say is make sure you love yourself enough to know why you're doing the things that you do. And make sure you love the person next to you for you to understand why they do the things that they do. You think you know somebody, but you probably don't. You can be in relationships with people for a very long time and still not know that. Still not know them at all, trust me. (laughs) I think even now with me being single, the people, you know, the people that I have been with or the relationships that I came out of, 
I thought I knew them. I thought that I would be, you know, okay to kind of rely on them and stuff like that. But you don't. So I'm okay with understanding my purpose and to know that I'm on this earth to love people when they can't even love themselves. Or if they're unsure how love feels, I know how to do that for them. At least I think I do. But I love you for listening. And I really appreciate your time and clicking on my podcast. So you're fucking awesome. You are awesome and you are loved in every way. And even if a person doesn't tell you that. So always remain a goddess. Never, never, never let anybody change you. They can add to your happiness, but don't let anybody change you. You think you know somebody, (laughs) but you don't. Love you.